Live at five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> what do you think? This is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Well, I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a planet fucker? This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Boy, am I on? Yep, I'm on. It's Wednesday, it's not Tuesday. It's Prince Spaghetti Day. And at the bottom of the hour, uh, we should be speaking with Attorney Joe Stanley. It is Wednesday, as we know. I got a big question for him. I uh, stated it yesterday, so I am prepared. What are you doing? With what? I don't know. Actually, uh, you know what's interesting? I'm looking for the first time ever. I have the website uh, telling us uh, who's listening uh, via the stream here. And and it's it's interesting because it's going up, 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 up. Uh, and, and Jeff boasts about this. Jeff was the one who actually set this up or Ken did or I forget. It's, you know, it was the time it wasn't here. So I don't know when this got here, but it tells exactly where everyone's listening. And uh, there's people in Deutschland, nine, uh, listening as we speak. Also, there's a gentleman, I, I know of at least one person in Australia. He's a good guy. He's originally from this area. He lives down there, down under. Then we have uh, good, uh, good friends and listeners from Missouri, from the Ozarks. I don't know if they're listening right now. So it's uh, scattered all over the place. Uh, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting mix of people, that's for sure. Uh, uh, international. We go over the pond. It's amazing. All right. So, um, again, yesterday was the big, big day. And, and by that, I mean, uh, well, I'll get to that in a little bit. You know, our, it was Claudine Gay who, who uh, resigned. But she's, one thing I failed to mention yesterday, I guess I didn't know it, not that it matters. Uh, she's still going to be retained as a professor at Harvard for $900,000 a year. So uh, the question I ask is that the salary she got as president and they don't want to knock her down because Joy Reid and, and, and the rest of the liberal army will, will, will yell racism if she doesn't have the same. What, what professor deserves, other, other than, of course, uh, President Joe Biden for showing up at uh, uh, Penn University for like three hours, $900,000 from a woman who has been proven to be a plagiarist? By the way, is that a word? She's a plagiarizer. Is that a word? I don't know. But nonetheless, 900 grand. So it's kind of like a hollow victory. Oh, she's no longer president. Big deal. She's still there for almost a million dollars a year. So it raises a question about, are, are there a lot of people overpaid? You know, Don King would ask the question when he was on the Jim Rome show, whatever, years ago. He says, you're underpaid. We're all underpaid. Well, for the most part, he's right. 
Anytime I go into a service area where someone's at a, you know, a McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts working their asses off, getting there early in the morning, and the people working here doing all this, 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 this tedious stuff, administrative stuff that, that, you know, after some time, you know, the young, young millennials would, would go nuts doing. They're the real champions. They really are. They're making the world, you know, uh, rotate. They're, they're, they're keeping us alive. So when I see that $900,000 to teach people to hate America and to steal uh, essentially the teachings of others and the writings and in, in research from other individuals, this Claudine Gay woman, and by the way, for the record, she's not part of that community, although you might think so. She looks like Raj from What's Happening. But she's not. So, and not that that matters. But you know, people have been speculating. Not to mention her name. But that's neither here nor there. She, she. I just can't imagine how anybody would be worth nine hundred thousand dollars. How many professors do you have? It's just so off the charts. So, one thing that that really has been getting me in recent years is just how we throw numbers out there. You know, million dollars. I remember back in the day, you know, a couple of million dollars for a project here in Watertown. It's still a big deal. Don't get me wrong. But now now we talk about, you know, multi, we talk about 10, 20, 30 million dollars to do this, to do that. And, and, and back in the day when a country received that $80 million loan from our banks down in South America back, you know, back in the 80s and they couldn't pay it back or it was maybe a billion dollars. Oh, my God. We gave a country a billion dollars and they defaulted on it. How are we going to survive? Now a billion dollars is like, you know, it's like 10 cents. It's it's nothing. No one cares. By the way, have we heard anything about the Ukrainian war in in weeks, months? Nothing. Remember all the visuals we would get when that war first broke out almost two years ago? We We got like every 10 minutes we would get some type of update. Nothing. Nothing at all. One thing we do know is we've given them over $100 billion. I don't even know what we're at. That's what I'm talking about. We just throw money out there. It's just like it's and, – and, you know, when they talk about uh, money lost when people don't show up to work the day after the Super Bowl, oh, $3 billion is lost in, in, you know, in, in, in work time and, and conference, whichever. I was like, what? Is it that much? So I wonder, are we really paying attention? Are we just throwing numbers out there during COVID? They had that event up in, um, you know, that biker event, I don't know, in some square state out in the Northwest, who knows. And they claimed, oh, uh, this is going to result in the death of over 20,000 people in the next three. It's like, stop it. Just stop it. So I, for one, starting off today's show, I am just, I just don't pay any attention to this stuff anymore. I just can't. It drives me nuts. Millions here, billions there. Doesn't get us anywhere. 755-1240. What I was going to read to you was the actual uh, res- resignation letter. I don't want to bore you with that. I don't even know if I can read it. It's so small. Dip, 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 day. See if I can read it here. This is, uh, uh, dear members of the Harvard community. It goes on and on and on. But at the end, and this is what everyone's talking about, amidst all this, this is from Claudine Gay. This was from her resignation letter. Yes, amidst, amidst all of this, it has been a distressing to have doubt cast on my commitments to confronting hate and to upholding uh, scholarly rigor. Two bedrock values that are fundamental to who I am and frightening to be subjected to personal attacks and threats fueled by racial animus. 
So she had to demonstrate that she did very well on her SATs, or at least on the English part of the examination with her use of the, of, uh, of the English language with such, uh, you know, with such use of words there. I believe in the people of Harvard because I see, you, uh, I see in you the possibility and the promise of a better future, she says. I'd write that letter knowing that, you know, I'm not resigning from a $900,000 paycheck or salary. She's got less things to do. What does she teach? Does anyone know? Anyway, that's the latest, and that's my opinion on things. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240. And by the way, to, in answer to, uh, to uh, uh, mayor, uh, former mayor Jeff Graham and hotline host, I am not, thankfully, not on the Jeffrey Epstein list. Not that I know of. But uh, everyone's been waiting with bated breath about that list. You know, I, I, I mean, I don't understand. I, th- I seem to remember seeing a list or, or a litany of names already, including Jimmy Kimmel, including uh, Steve Colbert, by the way, and Donald Trump. And, and how many times has, has uh, former President uh, Bill Clinton uh, gone to Epstein Island? We don't know. But that list is coming out this week. And, and if you go to News Junkie, check it out. There's a woman there. I think she's Jane Doe 106. She doesn't want her mention named because she fears for her life. That's a good way of, of, of with you know, uh, trying at least to uh, to withhold your name from this list. If you do it, I, I might have to crap myself. So don't do it. It's really bad. It's embarrassing. Please, deadly. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, this is your non-lawyer friend. What's going on? Uh, I was listening to uh, Mr. Mayor Graham uh, on the hotline today, and. He had uh, Samantha there. Yes, yes, big day. Samantha was in the studio. Yes. Well, anyway, um, I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you what. That woman's got a voice that won't quit. She she could be a book reader or a. Uh, she a, does have a good voice. Uh, yeah. Audio uh, book reader or a voiceover or something. She's got a beautiful voice, and uh, she may have been discovered here. And um, I, I, I'll tell you. I, if I had the wherewithal, I, I don't. I don't do that. But uh, uh-huh. but another thing is, uh, a person railed on her pretty 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 strong about while well, she you weren't living off the system. Well, I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, someone's not disabled, or or they're able to. They, she probably can't stand. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's what, what sixty five years old, but she's got a wonderful, wonderful. Well, no, no, she can. She can. I mean, she gets around. She got around. She drove here. Um, well, so I know that physically, she's okay. To take, take an eight-hour job or a six-hour job mm-hmm. and stand behind a cash register or whatever that the gentleman's uh, thought of. Well, you're not working. Well, oh, my, some my. of these jobs uh, I can't do, and um, I'm still working. But I, 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 I fix. I have autonomy. I can fix my own hours, mm-hmm. um, and I work at my own pace. Right. And, and I think, but she has an absolute. Beautiful voice. Hmm, wow, Samantha, getting she's some love here. And uh, she's um, uh, she's to be commended. And I think that she could make a wonderful living doing uh, reading books, uh, those audio books type things. Uh, start with or voiceovers for commercials or whatever. Wow. Now, nice. I have a, a radio yeah. face. I don't have a TV face. Mm-hmm. Now she may have a TV face. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, Samantha. Face. I mean, just for the record, first of all, Samantha. You know, the reason why the gentleman called in today, you know, w- w- with some contentious words, uh, in you know, he was somewhat. 
out there, uh, crit- critical, I should say. Of, of But Samantha's been a fixture on these stations for over 30 years. So there's a history oh, here, and you know that. So it, it was his opportunity to actually speak years. to Samantha. So he, he, he let it all out. Uh, yeah, she's 65. Yeah, I don't know if she could stand for 9 to 5 or a couple of hours at a time. I don't know. But he just used today as an opportunity to just basically unleash the beast on, on, on Samantha as much as he could. Uh, it was yeah, over but, the top, in my opinion, but um, nonetheless, that, that's that been an ongoing I, thing. I know, but, but, but Mayor Graham is to be commended for at least allowing her on her. But she, the, we may have discovered uh, uh, something that she may have discovered mm-hmm. or someone that may have discovered. Right. Uh, she could make a, you know, be a, she's a productive person in the society, and we don't know. I've been on disability. I'm off. I'm not on disability now. I have not been for years, but I was for about two and a half, two years and two months. Okay. And I know what it's like. And uh, these handicapped uh, uh, people uh, that, that park in handicapped zones, I'll tell you what, that those extra steps make a difference. So oh, they do. They do. I agree. They, 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 when you're when you're hurting, man, I'll tell you, you're you, you don't. I don't know her <laughs> situation, but she's got a wonderful voice and. She's got a sense of humor, and but but I'm telling you what, uh, I was very impressed. Wow! All right, so Samantha, if you're listening, our uh, our our uh, proxy lawyer friend, for the lack of a better way, no, of I'm ex- not a proxy lawyer. I'm a non attorney. Non attorney lawyer friend has uh, <laughs> exclaimed today on the Wednesday edition of the Live at Five show that you, in fact, do have a future. Speak referring to Samantha uh, as 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 someone who perhaps could do the uh, audio books or or read off something to put people of, to sleep. Uh, Alex Space, I'm sure they could do everything on uh, online, or you know, they could, it wouldn't take a lot of money or anything like that. But well, actually, you know, what's amazing. What is amazing uh, with artificial intelligence, and, and Ken Martin knows more about this than I do. This there's a website he goes to, and I don't know if you, you might have noticed. There's there's a couple of commercials that are running, if not on this station, on others, where I actually did the reading, uh, but we altered the reading to be someone else's voice. So the inflections. And the temp, the, the tone is there. Uh, the way you know, if I, for instance, if I did like a Valley Girl read, like you know, like this, like that, yeah. Um, yeah, I would yeah. say it like my voice, just like that. But the artificial intelligence would turn it into a female voice, and you have a selection of many, many, many female voices to choose from. Maybe it, we can get Samantha there, in there. there. We've got a voice right in Alex Bay that it was uh, once once a month or twice a month she could come to Watertown and do voiceovers or whatever. Wow, jeez, she, she get paid. Very and, ambitious. Not going to happen, but oh, nonetheless, very good. Very well, good. good. All right, so a thumbs up for Samantha and uh, perhaps a new career for the uh, for the lady up in That's Redwood. Right. All right, I appreciate That's it. Right. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know if, if Samantha lives in Redwood or in Alex Bay or whichever, but I do remember the days when she lived here. And I would often see her walking along the streets, like in Public Square and whatnot. So to see a picture, I wasn't here during the noon hour, but to see a picture of Samantha is good. It, it is good. It brings back a lot of memories, that's for sure. One thing is for sure about people like Samantha, and, and, I, and I mean this, I, I, I'm, I'm as serious as a heart attack. She's probably happier than 90% of, 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 of everybody, not just people here during you know, crappy January in northern New York. She's got no worries whatsoever. That's grammatically incorrect. She has no worries at all. I have a friend of mine who hasn't worked in some time, lives you know, essentially off the system. He doesn't live here. He lives in Oswego. And he's, he's a dear friend of mine. He's a great guy. I've known him since Oswego State. And uh, regardless of how much money he does or doesn't have, and I can tell you this much, he doesn't have any money. 
He has enough through the system to just live, eat, and drink, and hang out with friends. And I tell you what, every day he walks the planet Earth, and I hope he lives as long as he does, because you know there is an issue in terms of imbibing too much. But he's healthy now, and uh, he's a happier person than than many many people out there. So you know, say what you want about Samantha and, and people in her her her, her uh, category. Um, Sometimes you don't have to have money to be happy. People argue this as well. She should work for something, right? We shouldn't just, she shouldn't live on the system. Well, some people just don't want to live on the system. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn. Um, Aunt Samantha, yeah. I don't think it has anything to do when your caller called today um, about Samantha being on disability. It's the way that she comes across mm-hmm. about being on disability like we like everybody owes her and she just goes on and on about how good it is to have somebody else take care of you Mm -hmm. he can she can afford a brand new car she can afford insurance she can afford a place to live gas she can afford to go on cruises Hmm. on the river she can afford to Go anywhere she wanna, but it's not right for her to brag to people that have worked all their lives, and most of them are probably handicapped too after working their whole lives, to brag about it. Mm -hmm. And she does. She brags to no end. And she asks, now if this, you know, Glenn, I don't know if it's an act or not. Right. You know, it might be an act. Well, she plays up to it. She talks about waiting for the next stimulus. Uh, Is there any way I could find out where I could get more money? And and she talks about that every time she calls about more money, more money, more money. But but Jeff, I can understand. I can understand your caller. After a while, listen to Samantha. Mm -hmm. All these years say the same exact thing. It gets to you. Well, I, Like I said, I don't know if it's an act or not, Glenn. Well, first of all, let me just interject here. Jeff does have a tendency to lead her into that type of discussion. Uh, Jeff, I'm talking about Jeff. All right, did you get that check yet? And then, of course, she'll elaborate. No, when's RFK Jr.? What is her fascination with RFK Jr.? I, I guess I missed that. Uh, apparently, he's, he's going to be giving out free refunds or well, something. Did you be- hear why? No, I, I missed that. Sorry. She said right after that that he would uh, probably give us uh, more money. Oh, okay. And then uh, Jeff goes, well, you know, he went on about about that. So everything that she talks about right. is money. You know, she sounds like the nicest lady out there. Mm-hmm. But she should learn her place. She's very lucky to be taken care of. Sure. You know, even uh, Mayor Graham said, how can you afford a car? Yeah. Right. And car insurance mm-hmm. and gas. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. She, you know, how much money is she getting? If I was on disability, I couldn't afford a car and car insurance and trips. There's no way possible. Well, let me, let me, let so me. That's just, the only yeah. thing I. No, I and your caller, he just had enough of it. I know. I know. And I can't, you know, and I can't blame him. And he questioned her about it. She just. You know, she handled it real good. Mm-hmm. 
And she just went along like, mm -hmm. boy, I'm glad. Right. I'm glad. Not a worry I'm glad in the world. I'm on disability. Right. Right. You know, and more money, more money. That, mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. If she would just, if she never would have talked about her disability, just that she was disabled, mm -hmm. and that was the end of it. Right. But not talk about more money, more money, right. doing this, doing that. Mm -hmm. it, it's not fair to people that have worked their whole life. Well, I Thanks, agree. Glenn. Thank you. Thank you very much. We have another call. Oh. Um, you know, I, I, I think I, I also, and I've said this before, I think Samantha does play up to it. I think one thing is uh, Samantha's transparency about it. Uh, at least she talks about living life on, on, a, on, a, on a free platform. A lot of people won't do that. I don't know what's better or worse. Hi, you're in the air. Dallas. I know someone's there. Someone with a... 508 area code called me, and uh, now they're not there. It's not Joe, but Joe should be calling in. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to showcase some of our sponsors here, uh, and uh, once we get back uh, to the Live at Five show, we'll probably be uh, speaking with Attorney Joe Stanley. Until then, we'll be right back at it after this. Put off getting a new bed. You really want a Here and be treated. Visit SamaritanHealth.com to learn about our services. Uh, welcome back. It looks like Joe is on the phone. Yes, it is. It's attorney Joe Stanley. How are you doing, Joe? I'm good, Glenn. How are you? Good, good, good. Uh, happy New Year, by the way. Thank you. I know I saw you earlier today on the Zoom call for Music for the Mission. It looks like things are going very well, uh, at least in 2023, uh, and uh, going forward with Music for the Mission, Joe. That is true. Thanks to your help and everyone else's. We have great leadership, and uh, you know you're primary one of them. And thank you very much for all those who have helped, and hopefully we'll get more involved and people wanting to help others coming up this year. Right, especially this time of year because this is, you know, the follow up to Christmas. It's still dark out. People take their decorations down. Um, you know, it's it's. I'm not. I hate to use the big D word, Joe. That's depressing, but it is depressing this time of year. Uh, have, do you do you get more claims this time of year, Joe, or, or is it is it vary from you know is there is there is there a time of year or not where you get claims at all? I mean, it does does it make a difference, uh, Joe? Well, I think bad weather generates more car crashes, but besides that, uh, you know, things are always happening. Right. Uh, bad weather does generate. More, yeah, more. So my question is, and I brought this up yesterday. I read an article, uh, and, and it goes back to an actual case uh, in California, where in California, if you have like a, a Tesla or electric car, and it gets into an accident, and it's driving itself on autopilot, that you are not liable for any injury or death or uh, whichever. Am I reading that right, Joe? There's got to be a stipulation there. We just can't have cars that drive themselves. Uh, and owners without any liability, right? That exemption for self-driving vehicles applies to the owners, to the manufacturers. They are, they got exemptions in some states in order to, you know, sandbag the legislatures to allow them to test these cars on their roads. So they wouldn't do it, they said, unless we got absolute immunity. Of course, if there's nothing wrong with your product, you don't need immunity, but... Uh, that's it. Still doesn't. There's still liability insurance for it. You have to have insurance on a car in California, but you can't sue Tesla for having a defective product. Although people are doing it because of the autopilot problems 
and not sure how good that immunity is. I mean, in this case, I, 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 this this was November of this past, just uh, two months ago. Tesla autopilot not responsible for crash to kill driver uh, on a freeway, uh, and and I, I just I I, I mean I, I read this. I'm thinking Joe can't like this. There's no way. They proved they they allegedly proved that there was nothing wrong with their system. You have to realize, though, of course, they recalled all of their autopilot systems and all of their cars. From the original data manufacturer, there was a recall for their autopilot system. By the way, there's auto assist. I, I don't want to misspeak. No, I understand. The difference between auto assist and self-driving cars. Um, auto assist, you still have to drive in the car, mm-hmm. and there still has to be somebody in charge. Self-driving cars are a different thing. All right. So, but at the, at the end of the day, do you do you do you like this? Do you think this is fair? I mean, are we letting uh, the machines in the Terminator take over without any time, without any accountability, auto assist or not? Uh, I never thought it was a good idea for legislatures to give immunity for self-driving cars so they could test them out. It seems like a bad idea to me. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're testing them out on us. Right. So why do they, why do they get a free pass? I that I don't get. Especially, uh, you know, everyone's looking to crucify uh, Elon Musk, but he's not the only guy that's that's uh, that's got free from this. It's all the manufacturers that are creating this type of technology. All right. So the next thing has to do with uh, uh, slander or libel, whichever. Uh, more more or less slander. Uh, the big list is coming out this week uh, with respects to Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein Island. And uh, it's a long list of people, men and women, who allegedly had some type of association to the late Jeffrey Epstein. Now, that said, uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's very outspoken, despite the fact that he hasn't thrown a football since day one of this year, uh, said something uh, that was slanderous, if you will, but maybe true about a, a well-known late-night host, and that's Jimmy Kimmel. And, he, and Jimmy Kimmel's now threatening a, a lawsuit uh, uh, against uh, Aaron Rodgers, who is alleging that Jimmy Kimmel was uh, one of the key figures on Jeffrey Epstein's uh, uh, flight uh, uh, list that's being devolved. I don't know if it's tomorrow or the next day. It's definitely going to be in the next couple of days. So this is not a good week for a lot of people in Washington, not a good week for people in, in Hollywood. But when someone like Aaron Rodgers picks on one person out of hundreds, perhaps, or anyone for that matter— um, what say you about that? Is, is, is Jimmy Kimmel right? Does he have a case against Aaron Rodgers, whether or not he was on that list or not? First of all, slander is using, is using defamatory words. It's intentionally saying something that's false with the intent of hurting someone. And so uh, if it's true, it can't be slanderous. But uh, if it's not true... And you have no reason to believe it's true unless he's got privy to a judge's list, which I doubt he does. Then you certainly, I'm sure his lawyers were not, were not happy with that because that, that is bordering on, you know, if he wasn't a public figure, it would be slander per se. Mm-hmm. But since he's a public figure, you have, you have the maliciousness, uh, issue, but mm-hmm. given this prior behavior between the two, you could probably even infer the maliciousness. So I'm not thinking Aaron Rodgers was 
using the best judgment, we'll say. Well, so I mean, the fact that yeah. ESPN, ESPN was quick to issue an apology saying that they were only just fooling around was the, 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 the gist of their position. Hmm. He was just talking crap, that's what he said. Hmm. Uh, meaning that he wasn't really serious, but... Um, well, I don't think that's something you really joke around with. No, you really don't. I mean, I, I could see that, you know, in, in, in private, you know, you and I or someone at a bar can say Jimmy Kimmel and other people, Bill Gates. But when you say it out in public, and like you said, when you're a public figure yourself, like Aaron Rodgers, that could be damning. Uh, the 56-year-old Jimmy Kimmel was spotted for the first time, and uh, Kimmel threatened to sue the four-time NFL MVP as he brand, as, as uh, um, Rodgers branded Kimmel or rather, check that, Kimball branded Rogers as an a-hole and accused him of putting his family in danger. There's another woman that doesn't want to be revealed on that list. Uh, she, she's going to be, uh, I don't know, a uh, victim or whichever, uh, 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 Passenger 106 or Jane Doe. She fears for her life, Joe. So I, I, are a lot of people just don't want to be revealed as having anything to do with, with Jeffrey Epstein? Or do they have a legitimate gripe that uh, by being revealed is going to maybe be a, a danger to themselves and their family members? Well, you know, we don't know the facts. Uh, you know, we don't know the circumstances. Obviously, his... His was a sad situation, um, probably more commonplace than we know. So you know, I, I don't know. And, you know, that's part of the problem. Everybody comments on things they don't really know anything about. True. Uh, so hmm. it's clear that he was engaging in some rather uh, disgusting conduct. And how people got tangled up into it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Not sure what these documents are going to show. Uh, I tell you, I mean, I, I've seen I've I've seen lists before, so I don't know what they're going to reveal that they haven't revealed already. I've seen Jimmy Kimmel's name, Bill Gates, so forth. So this is this is a lot about the same thing, in my opinion. But but that said, uh, the one thing I definitely I wanted to uh, talk to you about real briefly, without getting political, Joe. I just have a simple question. Uh, Claudine Gay uh, resigned yesterday as president of Harvard, uh, but she's still being retained as a professor for nine hundred thousand dollars a year. I don't know this. I got to ask you: Is that the nine hundred thousand dollars she was getting as president, or is that what a professor gets at Harvard University, Joe? I'm guessing that, depending on who you are as a professor at Harvard, nine hundred thousand is some, is probably in the range of what their pay is. So I, I don't know if she was on the faculty before she got the job, but usually the presidents can take faculty appointments if they want. That's a lot, Joe. That's a lot of money. And she, 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 I believe she. Someone texted me. She teaches African studies, which is which is pertinent and very germane, obviously for you know who she is and whatnot. But I mean, is 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 that a? I mean, is is that a good bottom line? Is that good for the bottom line? Or you know, we're hearing millions of dollars being spent or being donated by you know uh, you know the government and the subsidies, and not to mention donors. Are they just throwing good money at bad? I mean, is a professor worth almost a million dollars, in your opinion, Joe? You know, it's like anything else. It's what the market will pay. We can pay $700 million for a baseball player. Right. Good point. $900,000 for an educated person doesn't seem like much to me. Hmm. Uh, But. Well, I missed my calling. I wish I was a professor, especially if someone in the progressive area. Maybe I'd be making more money than I am now. But that's neither here you know, I had to ask because it seemed like you know that would be something that the, a president of an institution would get as opposed to someone who virtually n- no one knew about until recently. The president, 
president of the institution makes more than that. Okay, so this is probably this is a step down then from what she was making just days ago as president of Harvard. Then the president of the institution now they get a salary, they get a house, they get a staff. Mm-hmm. They got no, no. That's that's a big time job. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, she she lost that gig after six months, but now that you know that. Well, Joe, I tell you, it's a new year. We're looking forward to uh, our discussions each and every Wednesday here on the Live at Five show. Uh, and uh, and we got to step things up as far as, you know, I don't want to wait till October to do a Music for the Mission event. So I'm going con- to come up with something because this time of year we need events. We need to get out of the house. It hasn't been snowing, although today it snowed a little bit. So I'll be hard at work in the next couple of weeks with Angela uh, and Joanna to see what I can conjure up here because uh, we definitely need it. That's for sure. Well, let's look at something. You know, we did an event way back when around St. Patrick's Day. So. Right, right. Yeah, we should do something around there or the week or, or after. Just get people, you know, cabin fever, courtesy of uh, Attorney Joe Stanley and his music for the mission, which is awesome. Joe, when people need to get in contact with you here at your office in downtown Watertown or your main office on Burnett Avenue in Syracuse, how can one do that? Sure, StanleyLawOffices.com is our website. My email is joe at StanleyLawOffices.com, and the phone number is 1-800-608-3333. Attorney Joe Stanley, thank you very much. Happy New Year, and have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Wednesday, sir. You too, Brad. Thank you. That's uh, Attorney Joe Stanley here on the Live at Five show. Let's go to the uh, phones. we got somebody waiting in the wings. Hi, you're in the air. Hi, Glenn. I, first of all, I want to say Happy New Year to you, and I hope you have a good year. Yeah. And you too. secondly, I just don't know if you can calm that Louie down. He's really going off the handle there. Well, I'll, and, uh, yeah. I, I just I just call in to put a good word in for Samantha. I don't know her. I've never met her, but yeah. I listen to her. If I'm home, I listen to the show, and I listen to, uh, you know, the hotline. But, uh, yeah, she's she doesn't have a mean bone in her body. She's uh, just a, seems like a fantastic person. And, I mean, I would certainly be glad to call her a friend. I don't know. Well, I, 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 for the record, that I mean, and this is not the first time this has happened. There's three voices on this show and Jeff's show that sound similar, but that was not Louie. Louie, however, was the guy who called in yesterday uh, and was and from time to time is cantankerous as well. But he had nothing to say about uh, Samantha yesterday or today. That was somebody else. Oh, I thought you called him Louie today. No, no. Oh, if I did, I see. Even I, I'm confused myself. Peter, Paulie, yeah. I get confused <laughs> yeah, myself. You did. No, you did I'm sorry. Louis. If I did, I, I apologize. But uh, no, that was somebody else. But anyway, yeah, Samantha. You know, I give her credit for what she she has worked in the past. I don't know. What, I don't even know her, but you yeah. know. She, she never says anything bad about anybody, so I don't know how anybody can criticize her. Well, I just think a lot of people but, treat, uh, uh, you know, uh, someone like Samantha as, as, as target her as, as the problem, not just with what Samantha represents. She represents a bigger problem, and uh, and and she, you know, she thus becomes a target when she, especially today, when she was physically in the studio uh, for one to take it out on her. So that's the best way I could describe that. I think it's yeah, not I mean, just the Samantha. Thing is, and the thing is, we don't. Nobody knows anything about her. We don't know any. I mean, I don't know anything about her. I don't know if Louie knows anything about her. But you know, poor Louie. Credit for you know speaking out and being a, you know it's being funny. A good person. Louie has something essentially not nice to say about a lot of things, but one thing she, he's never talked about Samantha, at least from my uh, recollection. Uh, but um, yeah. yeah, but uh, no, you're right. Well, she, she does. Yeah, and, and so in addition, I just, I just she sounds to say, pleasant. You know, put a put a good word in. Like I said, I don't know her, but I wish her well. Mm-hmm. I wish her happy New Year. Oh, that's very nice of you. Well, thank you, and thank I'm sure you, she would appreciate that. Oh, thank thank you. you. Happy New Year to Bye. yourself. Well, there you go. Someone said earlier that Samantha uh, missed her calling and that she still could be a, a voiceover artist. We do need female voices around here. 
But uh, we would have to trade out like uh, salt and vinegar, potato bags of potato chips with uh, with her. Trust me, we wouldn't have anything else. All right, right now, let's uh, do our final break of the, of this uh, Wednesday edition of the Live at Five show. We'll be back right after this. You've been hearing about Herringer's contracting, and now your roof is leaking. So get on the phone now and call 315-782-9129 and get your roof repaired or replaced altogether. Roof leaking? Call Herringer's now. The roof people will always call you back. Here at Stanley Law, we invest in 9129. Wet rooftops giving you problems? Call Herringer's now. The roof people who always call you back. All right, welcome back. Uh, also, I, I, I said this yesterday, and uh, I finished it last night. I did my latest uh, downtown news segment of the induction ceremonies at the Flower Memorial Library. Very proud of what, you know, downtown news represents. I started it last February. It's almost a year now. I've counted it. Yesterday was my 27th, uh, or check that, 24th um, edition, if you will, of downtown news. Something that uh, celebrates, you know, businesses, uh, achievements, nothing too, you know, controversial. I don't get into issues. I don't get into bashing, you know, council people and so forth. So needless to say, Monday's event at the uh, library was significant. It was the first of the year. The swearing-in ceremony is, is customary every, essentially, two years, right? Uh, and this one was a big one for obvious reasons. Two council people and a mayor and, this is a big and, uh, our first uh, a woman, uh, a mayor. I had, hard, I had a hard time with writing this. And as I was editing it, I was, Watertown's first female mayor. And I keep on saying, should I say lady mayor? Should I have said woman mayor? I just stuck with female mayor. I just didn't make a lot of sense. And uh, so, I, but, uh, so I put it together. It's two minutes. It's on News Junkie right now. There's several um, uh, links to it as we speak. And uh, so, again, it was, it, was, it was a very, very good day. Um, a lot of people there, a lot of family and friends. Jeff Graham, of course, was there. Mayor uh, uh, Smith was there. He started things off. And uh, Joe Butler Jr. was there. Also, Eric uh, or Wagner, or Wagoneer, or whatever. I, 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 w- w- we've got a, a lesson on Eric's real name yesterday from his wife. He's the new city manager. So it's a new regime. And yet, last night, Channel 7 uh, went out of their way, in my opinion at least, to say that, wow, uh, last night's meeting was the most civil city, co- uh, city council meeting we've had in two years. And lasted no more than 55 minutes. And, and again, it, it gets back to what I was saying a couple of weeks back uh, when, uh, you know, Pat was still there. It was still the old regime, if you will. Jeff was, was, was the mayor. And um, this was the meeting when they uh, were still dis- were discussing, at least, whether or not Cliff only should be voted off city council. Well, that never happened. I wish that never did. But that was the discussion, what, three, four weeks ago. And um, I, I noticed then that Cliff was... Um, for the lack of a better word, was behaving. So, you know, 55 minutes, they, they approved a $5 million grant. That was a no-brainer. So, you know, a good way to start. Will it be that way every two weeks? I would, I would hope so. But um, something tells me that's not going to be the case. But I got to be positive about things. And I'm not suggesting that, you know, we, well, I am suggesting. I'm saying that there was a lot of fierce discussions and city council meetings in recent years, and you know why, will that continue? Or um, will it go back to the norm? Will it go back to the days of uh, 
you know, Jim Brett meetings or Ryan Henry Wilkinson meetings or Jesse Rocha meetings or whichever. Back not too long ago, when a, when a typical city council meeting lasted no more than 75 minutes. Last night was shorter than that. We'll have to see. But anyway, uh, my downtown news segment is uh, prominently displayed in everyone's favorite website. That, of course, is newsjunkiespellofthebigfancy.com. Right above something that I, I'm also proud about was uh, a promo video for the uh, new Ives Hill Country Club restaurant, uh, which, from all accounts, is doing exceptionally well. So uh, that's yet another attraction in, uh, in Watertown. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240 is the number. Other things are news junkie of, of importance is uh, not much going on here. I mean, we could talk about, you know, the, the list. The list, apparently, the Jeffrey Epstein list apparently came out today. So I'm assuming Fox News will have a field day with it later tonight. Um, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see, as my Aunt Rita would say, but we'll have to you know, look at it later on. And the other thing is, uh, next Sunday's game matchup between Buffalo and the Miami Dolphins is going to be one for the ages. I mean, it's, it's in Miami. They don't have to worry about excessive heat or the sun bearing down on the opposition. Uh, it's going to be one of those games. And there's a lot of scenarios in which it's funny because it's all or nothing with the Buffalo Bills. They've got to win this game, and not just to get into the playoffs, but also to win the division. That would mean that they would have uh, equal wins as uh, the Miami Dolphins. But uh, since they would have defeated the Miami Dolphins twice, uh, that would make them the division leader. So, But if they don't win, and uh, 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 the other teams that are right on the fence are trying to get in there as well, a lot of these teams are playing teams that are already in it. In other words, I think the Jaguars or so many, maybe the Colts are play, or Pittsburgh, are playing the um are playing the Ravens. And says, wow, they should lose to the Ravens. Well, the Ravens aren't going to be putting in Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, to, to play the last game of the season when it doesn't mean anything. And a lot of the players, the, the starters at least, will be, uh, will be benched essentially. So there's a lot of things that are working in favor of Buffalo. If they just won that lousy game back in November, you know, you always do that. Uh, but they didn't. So it comes down to Sunday night, arguably the biggest regular season game in decades, is this Sunday night. Not just for Buffalo fans, for NFL fans. It's going to be a wild one. Hi, you're... Oh. Dip, 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 day. Come on, man. Got to be a little bit more patient than that. I, I, I talked a little bit, but not that long. Let's see. All right, here we go. Maybe I got it too thick. Dip, 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 day. Dip, 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 do. All right, we're down to about eight minutes. Someone's trying to chime in, and for whichever reason, I'm not able to get them on here. Let's try this one more time. Let's see if this gets in here. This works. Hi, you there? Hi, you there? Hello, Glenn. Yes. I want to say one, one, one thing. Yeah. Those downtown news segments that you're doing. Yeah. First class. First class. Keep it up. They're, they're uh, really wonderful. Keep up the good work. Well, I appreciate it, my friend, as always. And Happy New Year, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm trying to be, you know, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I've done, uh, again, since last February, were featuring, uh, I mean, I couldn't have picked a better year to start talking about downtown Watertown. I mean, look, look what happened in downtown Watertown in the last 12 months. I mean, Court Street is still essentially not finished, but it is, it's transformed from this crappy street to what it is today. Say what you want about yellow signs and reflectors and, you know, maybe too many uh, bump outs and you know, I, I, has anyone had any issue backing up uh, a 45-degree angle 
uh, on Court Street. We, we talked about that ad nauseum in the beginning. Oh, it's going to be a wreck. Oh, my God, the accidents. Can you believe it? In all honesty, though, the test hasn't happened just yet because we haven't had a big, big snowstorm. But I have heard no, I've heard nothing but good things. The other big thing about downtown above and beyond Court Street is the development of a lot of buildings. And, of course, Jake Johnson. We got Reggie Schweitzer. Uh, we got a lot of things going on downtown. We really do. Now, some negative stories recently about a business that's not selling enough this, that, or the other thing. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say other than uh, it looks fabulous down there. There's one building in particular that just went from uh, worst to first. And I was talking about that yesterday, about houses on, on Stone Street that were literally falling down. You know, pigeons flying in and out due to a fire and neglect. And uh, that one house in particular that these young kids, young people were, were working on fiercely uh, over the last six, seven months. And it's open. It was sold. There's another house, by the way, I wanted to talk about on Academy Street. If you're driving on Academy Street, uh, you go past, uh, the, um, well, the, right where the, the state office building, that's Academy Street. So you go down two blocks to a four-way stop sign. And there's, there was a greenhouse on the corner. I, I was always fascinated with this house, like so many homes in Watertown. And this one house, it was a greenhouse forever. It had the old asbestos shingles on it, green, um, foreboding. It, it just looked like it needed help. Uh, rarely did I see anyone going in or out, like so many homes that have been abandoned in recent years. It's terrible. And I, and I looked at it. I said, geez, I just know if I ever walked in that house, I would I'd find a treasure in there. Well, sure enough, someone fixed it up. They, they painted it first, and then they just went to town. They replaced all the windows. This is on the corner of Academy. I'm going to say it's not – maybe it's High Street. It might be High Street, but it's a four-way stop sign. Used to be a greenhouse. Now it's white. I think it's white. Yeah, it's, whatever it is, it's just it, – it's beautiful. The problem with it, it doesn't have a backyard. And it's right on the street. It's not even pushed back off the street, and it's a busy corner. But on News Junkie, uh, just last week, a couple of days ago, I saw a listing. It said such and such address on Academy Street. And I said, well, let me check this out. And wow, what an incredible upgrade. Whoever went in there, whoever did this, I don't know if it was Neighbors of Watertown. I don't know if it was a private contractor. I have no idea. But they went in there and they just turned this house into a beautiful, beautiful place. I looked at the price tag, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So, whoa, that's a lot of home for Academy Street, that's for sure. But that's a great sign because that house, like so many other houses, if it just remained that way, dormant, you know, empty, you know, a couple of pigeons here and there, raccoons. I got, I got, I got uh, an issue with my roof from a raccoon. And once, once raccoons and pigeons get into the uh, the eve of a home, forget it. I mean, that's when water gets in there, snow, ice, so forth. So my point is this: someone looked at that house and said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some capital on that house. I'm gonna turn it around." Now that's one example of how someone put in some sweat equity and a lot of capital to turn this house around. I don't believe it's sold yet. If it has, that's good. I'm glad. I'm happy. It's a challenge. It certainly is because typically, you know, especially, you know, Fort Drum people from the Fort Drum community, they love space. They love having that yard. And who doesn't, especially with kids. So there is a big challenge there. That said, that is an example of one house that went from worst to first.
And Academy Street has quite a few of them over the last uh, five, six years alone. Um, but unfortunately, we're, we're way behind. Uh, there's so many, so many homes. And it's amazing how many houses that are just completely unoccupied that someone somewhere in Florida, Carolina, Georgia, who knows, is paying the taxes and upkeep on them. But for the most part, they haven't been you know, updated for, for decades. You still see the old T-lock you know, uh, shingles. Uh, old windows, some of them are open, you know, open to the, the fact that, you know, you have air conditioners in there. I, I don't get that. But to me, and I've mentioned this either yesterday or last week, whichever, it doesn't really matter. That is our biggest challenge. There's at least 3,000 homes in Watertown that need help. That's a lot of houses. That's, that's, it sounds like a lot of, it is, it's a lot of houses. But you know what? Watertown is, we're, we're, we're not Accord, New York. We're not Kerhonkson. We're a town of what should be 30,000-plus people. That is if all these houses were actually occupied, but they're not. And a lot of the 801 housing units are not occupied either. Hopefully, with this, you know, with this growth that we're seeing in central New York, particularly with the Micron Company, plus 1,500 soldiers and families will be moving up here with the new division that's being added to Fort Trump. Hopefully, we can see that. Say what you want about National Grid and that contract and where we stand a couple of years from now, that's big. That's huge. Don't get me wrong. And yes, we have to address water issues in an antiquated system. But we need people to move up here, and we need capital, a lot of old, old houses. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, how you doing? Real quick, you're the last call of the day. you got 20 seconds. i got three things. City council problem is gone because Sarah took his place. Samantha can't get the voiceover job because then she would have to have a job. <laughs> And the other thing is you don't have to be disabled to get disability in New York State. That's a good point. Thank you. you. Thank you very much. No, you're right. And Samantha proved that when she was in her 30s. Anyway, I don't want to pick on Samantha. It's not happening too much today. Samantha's very lovely, and she did get her potato chips. Not to mention a bottle of uh, non-alcoholic champagne and her lottery tickets. By the way, she got the three lottery tickets. Who knows? She might have won some money there. That would be an interesting story in itself. They were sitting here all this time, and now she's a millionaire. AM 1240 WHN Watertown makes this legal. Uh, we do this each and every day. Up next, of course, is CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Republican leaders are putting more